we started this morning just for a few moments before we're gone. I, I know uh, we've, helped, we've felt the Spirit of the Lord. We've felt <coughs> the touch of the Holy Ghost. I feel good about what God is doing and um, where he is in our, uh, <coughs> in our lives. I, I am not afraid. I'm do, I will be as mindful as I can, but I know we're supposed to live as light. And that verse was found in Matthew, <coughs> the fifth chapter, verses 14, really, and 15 and 16, where it says, you're the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle, put it under a bushel, or they, but on a candlestick, and it gives light to those that are in the house. It gives light to those that are in the house. So let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. As you think about in the holy place that there was a candlestick, that same candlestick, seven branches, was in the book of Revelation where in fact it had been set on fire by the Holy Ghost. The church in the midst of that candlestick was a type of Christ and of course the bread is, that's what we shine light on. We're shining light into the darkness and I know that there uh, the Cantrells could have taken and spoken for hours, days possibly, to tell you how dangerous their country is and how, how <clears throat> dangerous it is to live there and how much that you find yourself uh, constantly in a place where you would say, Oh Lord, uh, what's going on? And I read to you the prophecies in Joel, where in Isaiah and Joel, and we did all of that this morning, where he will show wonders in the heavens and earth and blood and fire. And then he goes on to say uh, that there was going to be, he was going to pour out his spirit. And unfortunately, though, when you turn the chapter in Joel and you read the third chapter of the book of Joel, almost one of the last verses, it says it like this, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. And that's where we are in the world. We are feeling and seeing the effects of worldwide hysteria and fear and pandemics and all kinds of things. And as Joel described it, a day of darkness and gloom and, and all this oppression. And yet, folks, you know, and I'm, I'm thankful that all of you are here and we've got an amazing crowd here tonight, but you would think, that everybody in town that knew what's going on would be saying, Lord, I need to get to church somewhere. And yet here we are. And we have an amazing crowd. Good to have Quentin. Good to have Jasmine. I think from Indianapolis came and met with my wife last night and, and her daughters and Quentin and his family here from Florida. We, we've got folks visiting, the Cantrells and others, and I get it. But you know what? And multitudes are in the valley of decision. Oh, and you know, this is why I said we've got to live as light. When Ezekiel wrote about it, he said, I sought for a man among them that we should make up the heads and stand in the gap. 
before me for the land that I should not destroy it. That's why we read this morning the verse in Chronicles where it says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. And what are you saying? Can, what can we do in this hour? What can I do in the midst of all of the fear, in the midst of all of the trepidation, in the midst of all of... But what we, what we read earlier in Psalms, the fifth chapter, rejoice, have the joy of the Lord, show people the bread, living as light. I am the light. I am going to have to be the one that when my family is going nuts or whenever somebody at school is crazy, and I know the governor said, I guess today that, you know, school may be canceled for the year. Boy, oh boy. You say, oh, it's scary, it's, it's horrible. Let me just tell you something. That's when you turn to that and say, but you know what? God hasn't canceled his presence. God hasn't stopped healing. Oh, they may cancel school, but the presence of the Lord is still rich and it still is able to heal. He's still able to deliver. He's still able to set free. I can't go to TJ's and eat tomorrow for breakfast. But you know what? I can sit down at the table the Lord has spread. When I wake up in the morning, I can wave a hand and I can feel the presence of Almighty God. Who's going to stand there and be the light in this hour? As, as the Lord said in Matthew, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth, now, who is that talking to? I don't have, we can't do anything about this. I don't believe that. We can start binding this spirit. We can start binding the disease. You say, well, what if it's God's will then, Lord? If this is your will, use it. But you're able to bind it from getting on to us. We can loose it, Lord. And what do you say? If two of you agree on earth as touching anything, it which you shall, they shall ask and it shall be done of them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I show up. So I don't know. We, it may get to where the governor says you can't have more than 20. And we'll just have to say, all right, well, we'll just broadcast. Everybody will have to stay home. Go from house to house. I don't know what's going to happen. It changes from moment to moment. But one thing that I know that's never changed. Yeah. The same power of the Holy Ghost that can set you free. The same power of the Holy Ghost that can fill you. Whether you're at home on the couch when you're 11 years old or whether whether you're standing here and somebody's got their hand on your head, however it happens, I'm telling you, God hasn't changed. Hallelujah. You say, well, I don't know. He told him in Mark, Jesus said, if you can believe, what? <laughs> if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. And I, I know, I I told you how, you know, it may be that the doctors and the nurses and the drugs, they say, come from China. And, and, you know, we may not be able to get all of that. And, you know, we've been used to going to Walmart and getting a loaf of bread and a gallon of milk, case of water, Clorox wipes. <laughs> now the shelves are bare, you know. I may have to just start trusting the Lord. Oh, Lord. Amen. Help me. <laughs> 
But you know, as what I said this morning, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread somehow. I don't know how God's going to use this to his glory, but I'm telling you, this is not out of God's control. He didn't wake up this morning and say, what's happened in Ohio? My Lord, is that guy? He didn't. He is in control. He's riding the crest of this, and he knows exactly what's going on. And I say, Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're believing you can bind it. You can loose it. Let it go. Amen. Amen. He told him, the 10th chapter, with men it's impossible. But with God, not with God, for with God all things are possible. I've never prayed for somebody in the ditch that had died. But I believe that story happened just like he said it did. I believe that when he prayed for him the next time he sat up. I believe that. Why? Because I'm telling you that's how big God is. That's how big God is. That's what God is able to do. Oh, hallelujah. Now I know sometimes that might mean that you're going to have to pray through to the Holy Ghost. That's why it's important to have the Holy Ghost. If you don't have the Holy Ghost here tonight, I'm going to tell you I, would, I wouldn't leave here without it. I'd just make up my mind. I want the Holy Ghost to set me on fire so that I can live in the light as the light. I mean, unfortunately, this was in the days before batteries and electricity. So if they had light, you had to have fire. And that's why when the Lord said, I baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. It was so that you would be a light to the world. That's why whenever Paul wrote in Romans, he says, likewise, the Spirit helps our infirmities. For sometimes we don't know how we should pray as we ought, but the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be all uttered. And he that searches the heart knows what is in the mind of the Spirit. He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know all things work together for To them who are the called. Oh, that's why this week I know the president called for a day of prayer. That's today. We started with prayer. <clears throat> but we're going to pray. You come by at 7. We're, we're, I don't know if it'll last an hour, if it'll last 30 minutes. I don't, if you want to come, if you just want to stay at home and pray at 7, I, that's fine. But we're just going to be praying. Why? Because we know how to pray through in the Spirit. That's one thing that this church knows how to do. I can't go down and ask some churches and denominations, and I'm not being critical, but I can't say, have you prayed in the Spirit? Because they don't know what that means. But you know what? We know what that means. That means praying through till the Holy Ghost begins to flow through you, and you let the Holy Ghost begin to speak. And so whenever he said, likewise, the Spirit helps our infirmities, I I want to tell you something. I, sometimes I don't even know what I need to pray for. That's why you pray through in tongues and say, Lord, we need it. I wanted to remind you, Brother Cothran read it this morning. What and my wife preached on the end of Psalms because we've seen this happen and come to pass. I know she said, I, I mentioned it in Connecticut and then over in Kentucky and then in California and then canceled everywhere else so far this year 
And it says, let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God, this is what Sister Rogers mentioned, those verses in Psalms 5, worship the Lord, rejoice. <clears throat> let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. And when we do that, as we praise the Lord in the midst of the spirits that are attacking our nation, our county, our minds, our hearts. And you say, well, I'm not afraid. Well, the governor said, then you're stupid. That's what he said. He said, if you think you're young and big and bad and not afraid, you're killing the rest of us. You say, well, I'm young and I'm not going to get it. Let me just tell you something. I don't know anything more. About, I don't know. Any, you know, it may be a, a full-blown hoax. But what I do know is God is still yeah. in control. And as I begin to worship, he begins to execute vengeance on the heathen and punishments on the people and binds their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute them upon them. The judgment's written. This honor have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. What you don't realize is what kind of service and worship and praise we had tonight is an honor. Because as we worship, God does his work. He's doing his work. Maybe y'all have all heard about it before and didn't know he could shut down bars and restaurants and basically tell people, sorry, no more. But according to the health department and the doctors, he's able to say, they're shut. And guess what? It's over. I'm telling you, just that quickly, God can turn this around. He can open the door. And I thank you for being in the house of the Lord tonight. We're going to stand. We're going to worship. And I know it's been, it's been full. We've had a full hour of church almost, maybe even more, when we started at 4.30. And I appreciate everybody being here. And all the children, I know we've got everybody in the church. And I know everybody's nervous and everybody, and, and there are some that are watching and I forgot to mention, they keep telling me to mention, click on your home page. You can give, you can watch the service, you can do all of those things. And I know, I keep forgetting all those wonderful little things. But I'm here to tell you, no matter where you're listening, no matter what's going on in your mind, I know a God that is able to execute judgment on the kings of the earth. You say, well, he can't stop the Democratic Party. He can't stop Trump. He can't stop. He can stop it like that. He, he has no problem. He can do anything he wants. You know why? He's God. I, whenever Caitlin flew a bunch last year on, I think, United Airlines, and they, 
they, they told her, you know, you're going to lose your miles or whatever. It might have been two years ago she flew. You're going to lose your miles or we'll send you a subscription to the Wall Street Journal. And, and they sent her a subscription to the Wall Street Journal because she was going to lose her miles anyway. And I, I brought it in. I, I, should have, I showed it my dad today. The Saturday, Sunday edition is the headlines. And it shows the guys in suits and the headlines are all about the billions and millions of, of, of the NBA lost 976 million and, and, and it says the impact of the coronavirus page after page after page you know what every king every idol oh my favorite idol LeBron I love him you won't see him for a while Huh? Oh, my favorite idol <laughs> was the hockey team. I love the jackets. <laughs> you won't see them for a while. March Madness. I love it. I love it. I love it. I get to stay up and there's games Friday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday and it's just... and sitting in class and visiting with all my buddies. Oh, my favorite thing is St. Patty's Day. It's my daughter's anniversary. I just go out to the barn. Just... What are you saying? Might as well pray. <laughs> Might as well worship. Might as well read the word. Might as well lift your hands and rejoice. Because let me tell you, if it comes down to it, and the only thing I can do is stay at home and read the word and praise the Lord, let me tell you, God is still alive.